Welcome to the podcast, Who Rescued Whom? Canine Rescue Tales, hosted by me, Diane Thomas, and my husband, John. On today's episode, we're from Stephen and Karen, previously of Boulder City, Nevada. Just after they were married in 1999, they purchased their first home and consequently discovered their mutual love for dogs. Enter Chance, a Border Collie Golden Retriever mix. And despite being over 20 years ago, they seem to remember meeting Chance like it was yesterday. Stephen and I had not been married long and we had purchased a house, our first house together, and we're out shopping and getting some things for uh, some home renovation. And as we were driving down the street, I saw a eight and a half by 11 handwritten sign, chow chow puppies for sale and a phone number. I asked Stephen, because I used to have a chow chow named Jake years before. Karen, can I add just a little bit to that story? It really wasn't an eight and a half by you know piece of paper. It was a a very small pink day glow, <laughs> like almost postcard size, stapled to a telephone pole in Las Vegas, Nevada, on Valley View Boulevard. We were Valley View Drive, and we were in the middle of traffic. And she says, "Oh my God, turn around, turn around! I just saw something." And so I had a, um, I had a Chevy Silverado Z71, so decent sized truck. And so I had to whip around in the middle of traffic and go by to see this sign so she can get the phone number off of it. Cause it did say chow puppies for sale with a number. The honking of the other motorists kind of, you know, keeps it constant in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. That's just a little pointification that I would add to the story. They decided to go to a nearby PetSmart to ask the on-site veterinarian a couple questions, as they thought the six-week-old puppies were just too young to be offered for adoption. They thought eight weeks was the normal adoption age. I walked back to the adoption center, and while I was waiting, there was one dog sitting next to the lady who was doing the adopting, and I thought it was her dog, because these were all cats. This was the only dog. There was no gate. There was no fence. Beautiful, very soft. I remember that from the very first time I saw him. And I and I was petting him because I was waiting to talk. And he put his paw up on my knee, which I thought was very sweet. And I just pet him and waited. And then when the vet became available, I said, I uh, have a couple questions if you have just a moment about puppies and when they should be weaned off their mother and you know, interested in these chow chow puppies that I'm aware of that have become available. And so we had that conversation and he confirmed it was too early. So in my mind, it was too good to be true, of course. Then um, I turned to leave and I thought of another question. So I turned around and I came back and there was another gentleman talking to the lady who was there. And they seemed to be having a conversation, not about the cats, but about the dog that was sitting there. and. Uh, she turned, I think she turned to me and she said, um, is, did you have another question for the vet? Don't know what came over me, but I said, oh, no, no, I just, I came because I want to adopt the puppy, but I can wait, you know, I feel like I lied, which kind of is true. I did kind of fib and say, no, 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 I'm, I'm interested in the dog and so forth, but you were here first. And he goes, no, 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 it's, 
it's okay. Sounds like you were here first or something to that effect. So he just kind of wandered away and said that I could have first shot at it. And so she said, oh, well, this, let me tell you about Chance. She started to warn me that he was, he had been badly abused. According to the Humane Society, dogs are one of the most common animals to suffer cruelty and neglect, along with cats, horses, and livestock. I guess that's what they have to do to make sure you're a good fit or that you know what you're getting into. Uh, But the abuse was along the lines of having been burned badly by cigarettes behind his ears and under his haunches and badly broken bones from being kicked. And I looked at the dog and I heard what she was saying and I thought, no, how is that possible? This is a beautiful dog. It doesn't seem skittish, doesn't seem, you know, like he's hurting. And she said, well, that's because I'm here and he's been living with me and we've settled in together. Karen knew in her heart and mind that they needed to adopt Chance. So I just darted out the front door, ran to the car, opened the car door told Stephen we were adopting a dog and he should come in. (laughs) Well, it wasn't just opening the door and saying, we're adopting a a dog. She said, how much money do you have? And give me your wallet. So it reminded me of the whole George Jetson thing, you know, in the the opening credits when, you know, they're flying through the city and, and Jane, his wife, and he pulls out a dollar to hand to her and she grabs the whole wallet and, hightails it. That's essentially what she did. Grabbed my wallet and went inside to get the dog. Stephen and Karen often referred to Chance as their United Nations or UN peacekeeping dog. Ever had a spirited conversation with your spouse? (laughs) Well, I have. And (laughs) Chance would literally get between the two of us and kind of shake and just look up at us like, dude, come on. Really? And and Karen and I would take that as our cue to be like, okay, even if, you know, we, we couldn't, you know, even if we weren't mad at each other, we were just like, you know, having that, just that spirited discussion, like I'm really passionate about this point. He would get in between us and we would recognize that he was just trying to, okay, guys, you might be getting a little bit loud. Just mellow out, treat each other with respect. We're all cool. You just guys talk this out and we'll be good. (laughs) Throughout the years, Karen remembers how every time they came home from being away, if even for a couple of hours, Chance would run to the back bedroom, jump up on the bed, and wait for them to come back, where he would put his paws on their shoulders and they'd rub his tummy. After a couple of minutes, he'd jump down and that would be that. One of my most fond memories of him is every time I'd go to leave, he would sit in the hallway and I'd turn around and say, well, you know, I'm going to work. I'll be right back. And he would just lean up against the wall and look at me like, really? Each episode of Who Rescued Whom? Canine Rescue Tales will feature a quote. Today's quote is by an unknown author. Dogs come into our lives to teach us about love. They depart to teach us about loss. A new dog never replaces an old dog. It merely expands the heart. 
As most dog owners know all too well, the day comes when you have to say goodbye. The circumstances were that I came home one day. I was there by myself because Stephen was working in California and I was by myself. And when I came home that day, he met me inside and I put my things down to go check the mail. He went with me to the mailbox, got it. And as I was walking to the mailbox, I was talking to Stephen, I believe. And I thought that Chance, I, when I turned and I saw him behind me, I thought he had aged like he looked like he was turning gray or white and he was limping. And I said to Stephen, hey, he's limping. I will have to keep an eye on that. You know, the first thing that comes to my mind is, you know, maybe he stepped on something or perhaps a scorpion bit him or something. You know, it's the desert, so you never know. But he was there and he was fine and we didn't have anything going on before that. And then we went back in the house and did the the tummy rub thing on the bed and I turned to go. He jumped off the bed. I went to pour myself a glass of water and I just heard a big plop onto the ground and I turned and he was on the ground shaking uncontrollably. Chance did not survive the night. Karen often wondered if time and their changed circumstances had somehow played a role. When we come back, Karen shares her thoughts on his passing. part of each podcast episode, we'll be making a donation in the name of our guests to the rescue organization or charity of their choice. Stephen and Karen would like their donation to go to Hope for Paws, a nonprofit animal rescue organization based in Los Angeles. They rescue dogs, cats, and other types of animals suffering on the streets or neglected in the wild. Through rescue and education, Hope for Paws works to raise awareness for abandoned animals. You can donate as well by going to hopeforpaws.org or by finding their link on our episode page at whorescuedwhom.com. For me, I've always kind of looked at it as he sadly died of loneliness because <laughs> we were all there. When I say we, Stephen and I, and the kids when they were home, and then Uncle Don. And Uncle Don uh, was with us about five years and he passed away. Then the kids grew older and graduated from high school, one in 2007, one in 2009. Uncle Don passed in 2008, I believe. And then Stephen got his job in 2010. So it was just Chance and I at home, although Stephen came home on weekends and things that wasn't the same. So when I went to work, I worked with long, long hours, 12, sometimes longer hours a day. And I think he just got lonely, his people left him, I guess, slowly but surely. Maybe he was older. Maybe he did get bitten. He's certainly excited to see me that day, but I feel responsible some ways that uh, he, I feel like some days he died of loneliness without us. Karen, I know that you feel he died of loneliness, but I believe that he waited for you to come home to say goodbye because he did love us all so much. I mean, we did provide 
stability and love and comfort for him. We asked Stephen if he thought there was a special connection between humans and dogs. I do. I think that dogs are, in my opinion, dogs are, are, how do I say this? I believe that dogs have a, a connection to our species and, and that their connection is to be our friend, our companion, our, you know, they, they, to me, dogs are the example of unconditional love. I mean, they just, you walk in the door, it's the most exciting part of their day. I'm sitting here talking with you with our, our, our puppy, Bo, who we adopted from a neighbor and he's he's happy as punch just to be near me, just to be, you know, next to Karen and I, just to take a walk with us. And and so I I do think that there's that a connection that they they feel like they're part of us, and they just wanna they wanna they wanna give us happiness and joy. So Stephen and Karen, who rescued whom? I would say he rescued us. We were very fresh in our our marriage and chance created that uh, I don't know like that glue for us and he ensured that the next 20 plus years of our lives was going to be filled with some pretty amazing memories and I think he but ensured that he put us on the right path for our future together as a couple he gave us that foundation. Yeah, he knew what to do and when. That's why we called him our UN dog, because he just knew what to do. Dogs are amazing. They can bring us a little bit of daily joy from their unbridled enthusiasm, greeting us at the end of a long day, to being peacekeepers in a relationship they know nothing about but still sensing something is wrong and yearning to make theirs and our worlds right again. For us, and probably many dog people, they simply make a house a home. Approximately 3.3 million dogs enter U.S. shelters every year, according to the ASPCA. So please consider rescuing from a shelter in your local area. Thanks for listening. You can find out more about Stephen and Karen and see photos of Chance by visiting our website, whorescuedwhom.com. Please subscribe to our podcast and join us for our next episode. This podcast was edited and produced by Mike McClellan at podcastps.com. Mike also wrote, performed, and produced all the original music that you heard on this episode.